That's traffic on Sky Sports Radio. Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Going Greyhounds for Tuesday, September 26. A little bit of a late start for us today, Daph, with the, the barrier draw going on there, but we're back and that's all that matters and looking forward to another big week in greyhound racing how are you yeah i'm good thanks kat it is a big week in greyhound racing obviously we've got uh, the adelaide cup heats on thursday night and of course the million dollar chase continues and always plenty to talk about this time of year absolutely and i guess probably uh, a little bit disappointing only the four heats the adelaide cup what did you make of the fields there's a few quality dogs heading over Look, there is. I suppose Adelaide um, suffered at the hands of the Million Dollar Chase over the past couple of years. Normally, uh, that would be where most of those Victorians head. Uh, but un- well, unfortunately for Adelaide, but fortunately for the Million Dollar Chase, a lot of them have gone north and plenty of them have qualified. So uh, I'm not quite sure the future of the Adelaide Cup, where it sits. Do, do they keep racing it now or do they move it um, in the hope of missing some of these races? I guess the problem, Kat, is that that the, the group calendar now, group enlisted calendar is so congested. Yeah, definitely. And uh, speaking of the Adelaide Cup, we, of course, spoke to Talgi last week that had Scalacci heading into the match race series and just touching on him briefly. He's obviously now booked his spot in the final with a, a really uh, exciting win there last Thursday. Uh, what did you make of that performance and the dog in general heading forward? Well, I, I was interested to see whether he could maintain that run from the previous week. Well, he certainly did that. He led all the way there, 30.04, when you lined it up to the likes of Transponder and that, you know, he had basically three lengths on those. So, um, you know, he'll he'll have the advantage of the week off this week because he is into the final uh, next week, as Joe Talgi told us, um, that's what would likely happen if he won. So he gets the week off and he's already into that final next week. And when and if that market goes up, he has to be favourite. Yeah, definitely. He's... Uh... A real excitement machine, that dog, and the brilliant early sections that he's got, it's going to see him win a lot of races. It is. He's by Hardstyle Rico, and you know, we've touched on him over the past few weeks. There's a few of these starting to get around, but uh, he's the pick of them at the moment, and you know, that scintillating early pace that he's just displayed in, in most of his starts, if he can maintain that, the world is his oyster. He's going to be very, very hard to beat in a lot of those features coming up over the next four or five months. And, of course, back here in New South Wales, as we just touched on, the city qualifiers for the Million Dollar Chase get underway this Saturday night at Wentworth Park. And we've seen plenty of regional finals around the state. Uh, We're going to have a chat to a couple of trainers that have made it through to the semis, which will be held next Friday. Uh, One of those was the Blacktop won by Nangar Lucy. Let's relive that performance from last Friday. Racing, Nangar Lucy moderately away. Frisky fell and beat it out. Nangar Lucy, Umberto moving up to second and third and double poker working across from the outside. Well back, big uh, big boy Wilson, fat boy's dream head the charge. Hurricanes Fury into the back they run. The leader is Umberto. Frisky fell on the outside. Wider was double polka. Nangar Lucy runs up behind those. A gap, Hurricanes Fury to the bend. Umberto in front. Nangar Lucy going for the inside. Wider, Frisky fell and double poker. Umberto in front. Nangar Lucy checked off its heels. Umberto, Nangar Lucy in Frisky Felon diving. Maybe Nangar Lucy in the centre over Umberto or Frisky Felon. Close up on the inside, Hurricanes Fury. That was Nangar Lucy winning the blacktop on Friday night and it was a really exciting race. You didn't know where to look swinging for home. There were three or four genuine contenders for the title and I was lucky enough to be standing behind the boxes with Dennis Barnes when he realised that he won the race and it took him a little while to realise that he'd taken it out and we're now joined by him to have a chat about Nangar Lucy heading forward into the semi-finals. Good morning to you, Dennis. 
Yeah, good morning, Kat. Just take us back to last Friday and what was going through your mind during the race because, as I just said, once they crossed the line, you actually turned to us and you said, who won that? Um, talk us through that moment when you realised that she'd gotten the job done. Oh, look, it was very exciting. Uh, actually, give me shivers up the back then listening to that, <laughs> that recording. But, no, it was um, it was a great thrill. I, um, well, I looked at... I was standing and looking at the boxes and... I thought she missed it a little bit and she slipped as she came out and I thought, oh, she can't give these dogs a start in the beating now. And uh, anyway, she started to run into it up the back and I thought, I just keep going up the rails and you're a chance. And when she went past me at the boxes, she was on the rails and all of a sudden she hooked out and decided to go around her and I said, well, that's the end of it. She can't win now. She can't pick them dogs up doing that. And um, when I went across the line, I heard, uh, you know, the Peter and Mark and that behind me cheering and I thought, oh, one of them's won it. And I just looked around and I said, said to them, who won? And Peter looked goes, you only said, well, you did. And I got the shock of my life. <laughs> You're right, Dennis. She did slip out of the boxes and, and she was up against it then, but it was no place for, uh, place for the faint heart of that last two or 300 metres. You could see her just waiting, waiting, waiting. And I agree with you. When she pulled out on the turn, I thought that was the end of it. She wasn't going to get there. But she's got a, a lot of ticker, this girl. Yeah, she has. Look, um, I've been saying for the last few months, I, I think she'll end up at Stale. But I'm not going to rush her into it. Um, I'll just keep her going. And there she is. Well, of course, her next mission is going to be the semi-finals of the Million Dollar Chase at Wentworth Park there on Friday, October 6th. Um, talk us through what you do with her now, uh, between then and now. Dennis, do you head back to Wentworth Park this week for a look or do you just keep her on ice until then? Look, Kat, I was thinking of taking them down there next Saturday night and putting them in uh, um, just normal races. But I don't think I'd get a run because of all the... Um, um, semi-finals or the you know the uh, the other races that are going for the million dollar chase this week so I don't, I don't think there'll be any room so now I'm just going to follow it locally and uh, just go from there well, I guess we kind of forget how firstly how young she is she's only a July 21 whelping Dennis but she's only had 13 starts so you know she's been pretty much in in the deep end since she started racing yeah she has yeah yeah no, she's a, a very exciting little bitch. Yeah, she's only little. She's only 25 and a half kilos. Mm. But she's got a big ticker. Well, it sounds like she's got a week off. It probably won't do her any harm, but um, you're going to have a pretty strong uh, attack going into that million-dollar chase campaign, and she's one of the main hopes. So thank you for your time this morning, Dennis. All of the very best over the next coming weeks, and no doubt we will be chatting to you as, uh, as that race approaches. Okay. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, Kat. There he was, Dennis Barnes. Uh, nice problem to have. Uh, where do you run them, Cat? You've got to be pick. You've got to be a little bit picky, but you know he's got the advantage with her. She's got enough uh, legs or miles in her legs at the moment to be able to take this week off. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I guess it's the problem that a few trainers have this week, um, just with that city qualifiers meeting being on. There's probably a lot of dogs going around that have qualified for the semi-finals that. Um, may have only had sort of one or two starts, if any, at Wentworth Park. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what people do, whether there's a few special trials going on at Wentworth Park this, this Saturday night, which I'm sure there will be. But, yeah, it'll be all eyes on uh, on Wenny this Saturday to see what's going on there.
Most certainly. Now we're going to take a short break and after that we're going to catch up with the connections of Idolise the Victorian who won the Nara regional final last night. Tab Everest, the world's richest race on turf. $20 million. Royal Randwick, October 14. The Tab Everest. Will you be watching? Looking to take the next step in your career? Marcus Oldham's Advanced Diploma of Equine Business Management gives you the skills for a rewarding career in the equine industry. Open up unique opportunities across the world in racing, bloodstock, stud management, breeding, horse health and marketing. There are even pathways to higher academic study. Visit marcusoldham.vic.edu.au forward slash equine to discover why our students have such impressive employment prospects and love this course so much. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing, can you exceed away? Well, not as fast as Idolise, and it's going to run a blitzing first section from Enzo Herrera. Then comes Shanghai Susie. Finding trouble was Eula Vale with quantifiable chance model and dropping out. Can you exceed? Idolise opened up down the back. Up goes the Spinnaker sale. It put three, four, five now on Enzo Herrera. Then comes Shanghai Susie. They're followed by Tom Keeping and quantifiable. But once Idolise jumped, the regional final was done and dusted. And Idolise wins it brilliantly from Tom Keeping. Photo third, Shanghai Susie. That was Little Idolise winning the Million Dollar Chase Regional Final at Nowra last night and showcasing that brilliant early speed that is what she's renowned for. And joining us now to have a chat about her little girl is Michelle Nolan, the owner of Idolise. Good morning to you, Michelle. You must be absolutely thrilled with that performance. Morning, Kat. Yeah, look, we are. She's um, she's one in a million, so how can you not like that win? And Michelle, congrats, congratulations to yourself and Peter Prasuto. Uh, and as uh, as was called there, the race was basically all over when she stepped to the front. Yeah. Well, look, she's always done it. She comes out under those lids, and that's where your races are won. If you can get out and get to the front, they've got to catch you. So she's, a, she's lucky to have that skill. She probably snuck under the radar a little bit going into this into the regional final there. She went around as a four dollar forty chance, but she's a quality little racer, obviously winning the national futurity at Wentworth Park last year and since then she's uh had quite a decorated um career, um, making plenty of feature race finals and what's more than that, interestingly, she actually had a, a long gap from racing as well and whelped a litter of puppies. So just talk us through that and the decision to I guess bring her back to the racetrack because you certainly are reaping the rewards now because she wasn't done by any stretch. Yeah. Look look it's a controversial thing bringing a bitch back after, you know, having a litter of pups. But um the way when she had her first um when she was going so well early and then she came on season, we ummed and ahed. And as you know, us and Pete and Nat are halves in, in Idolise. And we had a discussion and we, we were going to end her career. But she was that, she's that wanting to race. She just wants to do it. She just wouldn't settle after the pup. So, you know, Pete said, let's, let's bring her back. And we went, oh, let's see how she goes. And yeah, this is what's happening. So she and- just doesn't, doesn't want to leave it. And Michelle, what did she go to? How many did she have? And, and what are the plans with those pups? Okay, so she had. Um, she went to Shimmershine and she had um, three. We kept two and we sold one. Okay. So, yeah, we'll be Yeah, we'll see how they go. And, of course, the Shimmershines, uh, well, they're electric at the moment, aren't they? They're flying yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's her first leader. He's unknown, really. So, you know, 
we could have anything. And she obviously heads back to Wentworth Park for the semi-finals now, which you guys are no doubt excited about because she absolutely loves Wentworth Park. And uh, she, of course, also made a golden Easter egg final there, run 29.60-odd in a semi-final. So if she can recapture any of that sort of form heading to Wentworth Park for the semi-finals next week, she's going to be right in this series. Yeah, well, if you look, yeah, she's going in in really good form now. She's hitting the straps at the right time. Um, and as with her pace, she loves Wentworth Park, and that's a speed track. So you get out and you're on the bunny there, you're half a chance. She's got a wonderful record. She's a January 20 whelping, um, so she's got a little bit of age on her now. But 49 starts, 23 wins and 17 placing. So in, <laughs> in the money, 40 of the 49. But she's out of a bitch called Tantrum, if... If my memory serves me correctly, Michelle, did you train Tantrum? She was more than handy bitch herself. So, no, Tantrum, um, Pete had. Pete okay. had Tantrum. Tantrum never actually, I think she had one race start and broke her front leg. So oh, sorry, High Tan. Yeah, yeah so High Tan. Her, her daughter, High Tan, yeah. yeah. So we had High Tan with Pete and that as well. And she raced, she made the Group 2, um, what was it, the Group 2 Cranbourne Cup. She was yeah. she was very good early pace-wise. And, yeah, and she... Look, she looks like she's going to be a, a really nice brood bitch. Like, she's thrown idolise. She's thrown every litter. So we've got a litter of Aussies coming through shortly. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. And what's the plan in the next week and a half? <laughs> rest. Let her rest up. She, look, she doesn't need, yeah, just rest up and go and do what she does. And she has been to Wentworth Park before with some sort of success. Yeah, she loves Wentworth Park. Look, she's always gone well there. She's because of her pace. She just gets out, and they've got to run her down, especially on that that circuit. She's going to be pretty hard to beat there. I know, as I said, she's got a bit of age on her, but from what we saw at Nara last night, and all of her runs since she come back from that litter of pups have been terrific. So, such a huge yeah. advantage to be in front in any race, particularly a, a race of that stature. Yeah, exactly right. Look, I don't think there's. Um, Look, you don't know how it works, but she just loves races. She just loves it. Look, she's one of those white line fever dogs, and she gets there and she just wants to do it. So while she's like that and she still wants to do it, we're happy to, to take her. Mm, nice problem to have. Yeah. Well, con- congrats again on that win last night. At now, it was rather impressive in quick time uh, for yourself and Peter. Uh, all of the very best uh, with the million dollar chase coming up. No doubt when the lids go up, we'll see her in front. Yeah. Fingers crossed she can just keep going, Michelle. Yeah, well, that's it. That's the plan. She'll tell us when she's ready and she's finished. So at the moment, let her keep going on her journey. All the very best. Thanks for your time this morning, Michelle. No problems. Thanks very much. Yeah, amazing story, Kat. We don't see too many at all in this day. It used to be popular 20 or 30 years ago that you could bring them back after having a litter of pups, but we very rarely see that now, particularly at the top level. Yeah, it's just absolutely amazing. She could potentially be a million-dollar mum. It's just absolutely crazy and a remarkable job by them to um, to get her back to her or near her best um, after having a litter of pups and being three and a half years of age. But you'd know more than me, Duff. Am I correct in saying in thoroughbreds it's not uncommon for them to race while they're actually in foal? While they're in foal, they do do that. The gestation period is a lot longer for a, for a racehorse, maybe nine or ten months, I think, but... Um, yeah, it, it used to be quite popular to bring them back. I know a lot of breeders who'd bred with youngsters or or a little sister to one that looked like it was going to be a potential star, get some pups on the ground and then basically start again. But you just don't see it in this day and age. So it's a, a feather in their cap to have her going as well as they have. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's a great story as well. Um, who knows? She might be going around racing her pups one day. So, yeah, no, a great story. And congratulations to them on what they've done so far with her. Actually, uh, in my year, 320 to 360 days, the gestation period for a, for a mare. So that's a little bit longer than the, what, eight or nine weeks for pups. Yeah, 63 days um, for greyhounds. So, yeah, yeah, it's a, quite a jump. Kat, we're going to take a short break, and after that, we will catch up with Ben Rawlings, who's looking after Panama Pepper for the Adelaide Cup campaign. Live up the long weekend at Sydney Everest Carnival's grandest day of Group 1 racing, headlined by the $1.5 million Tab Epsom, including live sites to catch the footy finals action and a DJ set by Havana Brown. Tab Epsom Day, September 30 at Royal Ramwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. 24-hour fold cover for 24-hour-a-day peace of mind. Options for life-saving surgery cover and the extended fold policy until the 2025 yielding sales or with HQ's renewal extension clause. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more. Be sure, insure with HQ. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see a local expert at Drummond Golf. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing Panama Pepper away quickly. Leads cluster down the outside Atomic Bill, followed by Springtime Jet, then came Electrified. Getting checked there was bat sign at the first turn. Panama Pepper railed through to grab the lead. Dash four in front of Cluster Atomic Bill. Followed by Dundee Rebel Fernando Grand. Springtime Jet Electrified. And bat sign off the back. Panama Pepper leads by four to the turnover cluster. Then came Dundee Rebel. Panama Pepper in front. Trained by Tony Brett. The race named in Tony's honour. And Panama Pepper beat Cluster. Third home was Dundee Rebel. Followed by Atomic Bill. Fernando Grand Electrified. Yes, that was Panama Pepper winning the Tony Brett consolation uh, of the Brisbane Cup up in uh, up at Albion Park in July. And he is now headed over to Engle Park for the Adelaide Cup, which gets underway this Thursday night. And now in the care of Ben Rawlings, who joins us to have a chat about his chances heading into the series. First of all, good morning to you, Ben. Yeah, hey, Kat, how you going? Yeah, very well, thank you. Let's uh, break down this boy's form because you've only had him the one start. He went around in the match race series there last week and probably a sh- touch, I don't I don't know, you tell me your thoughts. Um, were you uh, probably a touch disappointed with him or was that his first look around the track? Um, yeah, I mean, it would have been good to hang on, obviously. He, um, he'd come over yeah, from Pony and we had to sort of spend a couple of weeks before we could uh, get him to the track to have a look. So we were probably... Probably where I run short, he had a box-to-box on the Saturday um, leading into Thursday night. Um, so, yeah, probably you know just just short. That last 30 metres just found him out a little bit. He still went 30 and 40, which is, you know, pretty good going. Um, his early splits were really good. So, you're just hoping having that run now he'll um, get a bit stronger and, you know, get down to that hopefully 30-20 that we think he can um, run. He was impressive early, Ben. You're right about that. He did tire a little bit at the finish, but... Uh, he hadn't raced for well, several weeks, so uh, I guess we've got to factor that in. He's been around for a while now. He's sort of three and a half now, or tick over three and a half. Wonderful record, 52 starts, and he's won 25 of those. But everywhere he's been, he's run fast times. 
Yeah, he's a super fast dog. Um, he come over in great nick from Tony. He just Tony said his last run wasn't himself. He um, Tony was heading away as well, so he said he hadn't really, you know, given a deep dive look into what it was. So he found something that might have maybe contributed to that. So um, like I said, only put him back a couple of weeks, and that's why he hadn't raced. But you know, we were sort of relying on that to, you know, have a couple of looks. It's a really tricky track now, though, since they've done the the renovations there at Angle Park, and um, you know, an extra look would have been great. But yeah, I'm sure he'll bring his his A game in the coming weeks. He's been a, a bit of a story with this fella, obviously bought by the Punters HQ syndicate, and since then he, he's become a bit of a nomad. He spends a lot of his time on the road just moving around to satellite kennels for the feature races. Um, he would have to be a real professional type of dog to be able to handle that, Ben. So the dog himself, um, what do you make of him? And heading into the series this week, he's got box two. It's exactly where he wants to be drawn. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I actually had him uh, for the Murray Bridge Cup heats, uh, not this year, the year before. It's run early in the year, so um, March sort of of 2022. Um, he came over when uh, Steve Withers was training him. Um, so I saw him there where he was quite young um, and immature. So he, he's a very calm or a much calmer dog now. Um, as I said, being sort of three and a half year old and. Um, obviously used to having to go to new places and settle quickly. Um, not sure, I mean, what his plans are moving forward. I think he's staying here for a little bit now, so might get some sort of uh, routine. But, yeah, on, on Thursday, he's drawn great. We wanted an inside draw. Um, the way the map is, he, he should sort of get to the front pretty pretty easily and then you know, sort of just be looking to see where the likes of launch code and Mapunga Smokey land in the run. Launch code hasn't seen the truck, I don't think. So um, that's going to be a tough ass first up from a, a squeeze draw. And Mapunga Smokey obviously went good through the derby so and looked like it wanted a track off. So it's probably drawn not too bad in eight. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good field. And, yeah, I'm sure he'll, uh, he'll show up. Ben, I think Panama Pepper, was, was he the dog when he first started his career that um, he did most of his racing at Mandurah because he used to have seizures at... Uh, at Cannington? Yeah, that's him. So that's why he ended up um, coming over for that Murray Bridge Cup series um, right, in, yeah. at the start of the year because uh, they, they couldn't get him going around the two turns um, at Cannington and, and Mandrew with the one turn he seemed to not fit. So it was more a trial sort of thing to see whether he could handle racing at different tracks with the one turn still. And yeah, it didn't have any issues. He just had no luck in the in the heat when he was here. So, um, But yeah, since then he's obviously gone back and um, maybe grown out of those those things. He hasn't. Tony said he never had one with him, and Good. and yeah, he hasn't had one since he's been here. So, well, only the four heats there of the Adelaide Cup on Thursday night. We did just discuss that at the top of the program. Unfortunately, Adelaide Cup's the victim of races like the Million Dollar Chase. Now, a lot go north instead of uh, heading west from Victoria. So, I guess that's good for the locals. It gives you a realistic hope. Drawn well, race six, box two. Markets aren't out yet, Ben, but they'll be out a little bit later in the day. But I'd suggest uh, he'll be fairly well in the market there and a realistic chance of going through to next week's final. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I think he'd you know, be top three with those other two dogs I mentioned and um, you know, should give a good account of himself. It'll be his third sort of look around there now. So um, hopefully that holds him in good stead and um, you know, he can find his way through to the final. It's, uh, it's always nice come cup time at... Years gone by, like you said, there um, everything would come here, and uh, there's still a heap of quality through the heats. But there, right. there's, you know, there's, there's options galore for for people now, and um, yeah, a million dollars is mighty tempting if you got that uh, that special dog. 
Well, good luck there Thursday night. You've also got Agent 99, Box 2 as well, uh, in the first of the heats. Amron Boy, the Victorian star, has got the red box there, so you'd think he'd be pretty hard to beat. But uh, Panama Pepper, we know what he's capable of. He's uh, had that one run last week, Ben. All of the best this week, and uh, hopefully he makes his way through to next week's final. No worries. Thanks, Jared. There he is, Ben Rawlings, uh, looking after Panama Pepper. Gee, he's been a good dog throughout his career, even with those issues that he's had, Cat. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think there's any question that he's one of the fastest dogs uh, when he, he gets what he needs, which is an inside box. We saw up at uh, Albion Park just how powerful he can be from the inside draws and just how damaging, I guess, he can be to himself when he, he isn't drawn them because he does have that nasty habit of bombing the start and wanting to duck to the fence, which does bring him undone when he's such a big boy. But, yeah, he looks destined to get all the breaks there on Thursday night. He certainly does. Now, those markets for the heats, the four heats, will be up a little bit later in the day, as will the market. For the final, Scalacci, well, he's got to be favourite because he's already there. Just quickly, I'll mention the first handful of the markets in the market for the million-dollar chase. Postman Pat the Fave there at five, ahead of Mortified at ten, Sage to Neil eleven, Aussie Rocks, Jay is Jay, uh, beaten... Uh, Beaten at uh, Grafton the other night. I don't know whether he can make his way in there. Uh, he's at 15 along with Kelsey Bale. She was so impressive last week. Nango Lucy there at 15. One Hot Bandit, Palawa King, Umberto. So those markets are there to win the million dollar chase. And obviously, once we get those um, heats for this week, we'll have those up as well. Cap, before we go today, you've got Nanga. What do you got in tonight? Nanga Luna. Nanga Luna. Yep, Nanga Luna in can a Can we bet with confidence? Ah, uh, yeah, she's a short quote. She was short last week and uh, just got well, just got rolled on the on the line. Unfortunately, she's a little bit of a slow beginner, which isn't great from the bend starts. But um, she does have a big engine, so hopefully she just can find a way to the fence and run a nice little race. Because yeah, she does obviously have a a, a lot of potential. So yeah, just hopefully okay. hopefully gets a little bit of luck in running. Uh, those markets for the Adelaide Cup are actually up at the moment. Daff Panama okay. Pepper three dollar nine three dollars ninety. So um, okay. I think that's a, a pretty good little price for him. Okay. Uh, well, that's a wrap for Going Greyhounds today, a shortened version and a later version with those all-important barrier draws for the Epsom and the Metrop. Uh, next Tuesday, we will be going through that Adelaide Cup final and obviously uh, the second week of the Tab Million Dollar Chase. Cat, good luck tonight. We'll do it all again next Tuesday. Look forward to it.